The LA Kings are in Denver to face the defending Stanley Cup champs. We'll have a preview. Sean Dursey is out, but who is in? I've got my thoughts on who should be in. And there's more Jonathan Quick news, like it or not. All that on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 plus years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and, of course, a passionate L.A. Kings fan for the past 30 years. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So I like to be upfront with you guys about what's going on with the show, sometimes about what's going on in my life, whether you care or not. But we were scheduled to have a guest today on the show, but life happens, schedules change, and that fell through. So I thought this would be a good opportunity to have one of our Kings fan interview shows. We had one earlier, and I thought it went very well. Um, so I reached out to some Kings fans who I have noticed on Twitter to see if they might be interested. And some were, but the schedule didn't work out. Others were not not sure if they wanted to do it or not. Um, and some were like, yeah, I'd love to do it, but I just can't do it today. So anyway, we usually like to have the way things go in a show that's five days a week, Monday through Friday, um, usually the Kings will play three games where we're going to recap them, uh, generally speaking. Uh, then we usually have a feedback show once a week, usually on a Thursday or a Friday. And I usually like to mix in one interview a week. So that was the plan today, but plans sometimes fall through. So just letting you know what's going on with the show. And it happens. It's the first time actually that it's happened where I had an interview scheduled and someone had to cancel out. Um, and then I reached out to a bunch of different people. And again, just schedules, just it just wasn't meant to be on today's show. So no interview this week, which is fine. We do have uh, some Kings news to talk about. Unfortunately, it does involve injury news. And I've said it, and I hope I didn't jinx it. I'm a little bit superstitious, but not really. Uh, but the Kings have been pretty healthy all season long. But it is a contact sport. It is a physical sport hockey and sometimes injuries are going to happen sometimes a a team gets besieged by injuries through no fault of their own it just happens and it seems like the kings have been pretty lucky in that regard so far and like i said boy i sure hope that that is the case going forward but there is some injury news i don't think it's serious but we don't know at this time and i brought it up on the show on tuesday but la kings defenseman sean dersey was injured shaken up late in the game against the capitals took a hard hit from tj oshie went off the ice to be evaluated for a head issue. Um, And then the game ended before he was able to complete that evaluation, at least in time to get him back on the ice. or at least that's what we were told. Uh, And so he didn't return. Afterwards, head coach Todd McClellan was asked about Sean Dursey's status. And he said that he briefly talked to him, seemed to be okay. um, But apparently now after being evaluated, uh, that's not necessarily the case. And with head injuries, they're very unpredictable. 
the concussion word has not come up, but obviously that's a reasonable assumption to make. And sometimes with concussions, and again, I'm speculating here, but sometimes with concussions, you don't really know about it until the next day after you've had, a, you know, tried to go to sleep, you woke up the next day, you're feeling a little bit dizzy, something's a little bit not right. And as is the case in most of sports today, and it's getting better and better, there is an emphasis on being very cautious when it comes to head injuries, and rightfully so. So apparently, Sean Dersey woke up this morning, didn't feel right. He did not practice on uh, Wednesday before the team left for Denver. I don't even know if he accompanied them on the road trip or not. I would say, why? what's the point? Let him stay home. They're just going away for one game and then coming right back. Um, so, and this, and Dersey's had a couple of, of uh, issues with hits to the head uh, in recent games. Uh, I, I thought it was against Montreal, but I went back and looked. It was actually against Winnipeg where he took uh, a shot to the head from the Jets' Nino Niederreiter. And he was actually even called for an illegal check to the head on the play. Um, he got shaken up in that one, but stayed in the game. And so now you add this on top of that, the hit from TJ Oshie, add it all together. And he's taken a few uh, hits to the head recently. So he is going to be out at least for the Colorado game. We'll see how it goes going forward. Um, but to replace Jordan Spence, or excuse me, to replace Sean Dersey, the Kings have called up Jordan Spence from the AHL. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like that he's not going to draw into the lineup. Uh, according to what happened uh, from Kings insider Zach Dooley at practice on Wednesday before the, the teams left for Denver, uh, it was Sean Walker that was playing on the third pairing in practice with Alex Edler. So it looks like Walker will draw back into the lineup and Spence would be the extra defenseman, um, which I am not a big fan of. Um, now, I don't have as big of a problem with Sean Walker, as a lot of Kings fans seem to do, I understand why there are some fans that are down on him. Uh, certainly, there are times he could have played better. I know the issue with the knee seems like he's never been the same since then. Um, but again, I'm not as down on him uh, as some uh, some Kings fans are. However, um, I do see him, if everyone's healthy, being the seventh defenseman. But I would love to have seen Jordan Spence get a chance and. If you've watched this show before, when I brought up Jordan Spence, I've always been upfront and honest about it. I am a Jordan Spence fanboy. I, I really like his game. Uh, I like the things he, he's able to do as far as being a smooth skater. He has an offensive upside, but he's still re responsible defensively. And from what I understand, from all accounts, and we've had interviews with some of the uh, people that we've had uh, that cover the Ontario Hockey League and the AHL with the Ontario Reign, I should say, not the Ontario Hockey League, the Ontario Reign and the AHL, that Jordan Spence is getting better and better on that side of things as far as defense. But for whatever reason, um, it seems like when he's gotten called up uh, uh, sporadically this year that Todd McClellan is hesitant to play him for some reason. Um, but I would love to see him against the Avalanche, and I get it. The Kings are taking on a tough opponent. Uh, the defending Stanley Cup champs, they've got a lot of very talented players on their roster, but so what? Uh, I, it's not like Jordan Spence is going to be sent out over the boards to try and, you know, shut down Nathan McKinnon. Uh, he's he's going to be playing on the third line, and I, I just wish we could, we could get a chance to see what he could do. Um, I, I think that he's just as good as Sean Walker. Frankly, I get that he hasn't had the games. He hasn't had the NHL experience, but I think just as far as his ability goes, I think he's just as good as Walker. That's my opinion. Um, and he's got more of an offensive upside. And I think probably most importantly, he quarterbacks a power play. Now with Sean Dersey out, yes, it's one of your third pairing defensemen, 
but he was the quarterback of the second power play unit and has done a very good job in that role this season. So now he's out. Jordan Spence has run a power play all season long with the Ontario Reign. He's been their quarterback on their number one power play unit all season long. So now Matt Roy is going to have to draw into that job by default. Um, and not that he's not capable of doing it, but he's only done it for, I don't know, a few shifts this season in actual game action and not much more in practice as well. I would rather have a Jordan Spence who's, again, gotten tons of ice time this year, granted at a lower level, but running a number one power play unit, as opposed to a guy who's has hardly done it at all this year. And, you know, it just makes more sense to me. So for, for those reasons, uh, I wish we would see Jordan Spence. It doesn't look like it based on what we saw in practice on Wednesday. But uh, Jordan Spence has been called up. Sean Dersey is out. Now, he hasn't been placed on injured reserve as of this point. Um, so it appears that he's day-to-day. But uh, we're going to find out more on Thursday when you know the, the media that travels with the team is able to talk to Todd McCullough a little bit more. But again, Sean Dersey out. It appears day-to-day, nothing serious at this point. Um, Sean Dersey's been called up, but again, Sean Walker, I'm sorry, uh, Jordan Spence has been called up, uh, but it's going to be Sean Walker on that third pairing, it appears, with Alex Edler in the game against Colorado. I wish we could see Jordan Spence. I think he's ready for that that, that responsibility, and it's not like he didn't play in games uh, that were important late in the year because he did it last year. He played in like 20 games last year when the Kings were beat up on the blue line. And he did a decent job. So it's not like he hasn't done it before. So anyway, I would like to see Jordan Spence, but apparently that's not going to be the case. Uh, also on the injury front for the Kings, uh, Kings forward Trevor Moore is back skating. He's skating with the extra forwards in practice. Um, he's been out since February the 21st. He's missed the last 11 games so far. With an undisclosed injury, they aren't even saying whether it's upper or lower body. It's just an injury, which is always uh, kind of annoying. Um, he was placed on injured reserve retroactive on uh, February the 22nd, so he can come off IR at any time, but he is back skating. Hopefully we'll see him in the lineup soon, although it will be interesting to see where exactly he will slot back in. Will they put him right back in on that second line, the Denone line, and then move Fiala down to the third line and so on and so forth, but uh, we'll, we'll, we're not going to see it apparently against Colorado, but apparently in the near future, uh, we will be seeing it. It was on our show one week ago, last Wednesday, that we were reacting to the Jonathan Quick news. And uh, there was no way we could have predicted where it has gone since last Wednesday, but there is a new development, and we will tell you all about that in just a second. But first, I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. We are now past the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 That's a bonus bet back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored to three-pointers made. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get in on your no-sweat first bet, $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So we talked about watching Jonathan Quick in a Vegas Golden Knights uniform and how unpleasant that was. And I told you that if the Golden Knights were healthy in net, that Jonathan Quick was going to be the number three goalie at best, maybe even the fourth goalie, and he wasn't going to play. A lot of fans have been talking about how 
he's now motivated and now he's going to get a chance and he's going to come back and haunt the Kings, so on and so forth. Well, I said if the Golden Knights were healthy in net, and apparently they are not. Um, now, we knew, if you've been following the Pacific Division, the Golden Knights, uh, that their number one goalie, Logan Thompson, who was their all-star representative uh, at the all-star game in Florida, was week to week with a lower body injury, but is expected back sometime in the near future. Um, also, Laurent Brossois, which is a very fun name to say, uh, he's day-to-day with a lower body injury. He suffered that back on February 25th. So Aiden Hill had taken over as the number one goalie, and he's actually looked pretty good lately. But um, after playing in a game on Tuesday, he was not able to practice on Wednesday. He is dealing with a lower body injury. Head coach Bruce Cassidy of Vegas said that he's been dealing with this for a while. And so that means, for the moment, the only healthy goalie for the Vegas Golden Knights is Jonathan Quick. Now, Vegas lost their number one goalie in the preseason, Robin Leonard, for the entire season. So Vegas knows all about goalie issues. They've been dealing with it all season long. That is why they went out and got Jonathan Quick in the first place for some added insurance. And despite all the injuries in net, unfortunately, it has to be pointed out that the Golden Knights have continued to win and they've continued to stay on top in the Pacific Division for almost the entire season. So credit to them for being able to battle through all these issues with their goaltending and not really let it affect them uh, too much. Now, they did have that big winning streak early in the year. And since then, they played, I think, a little bit over 500 hockey. But still, um, with all those injuries in net, the Golden Knights have done a very good job with it, unfortunately. But like I said, we, we may have to get used to seeing Jonathan Quick a little bit more in that uh, in that jersey, which is not what we would want to see. But uh, yeah, it looks like he's probably going to get the start on Thursday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So Jonathan Quick right now, and maybe for the foreseeable near future, is the number one goalie for the Vegas Golden Knights. As for the Kings, uh, they landed in Denver uh, earlier today for a game tomorrow against the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. This is the second of three meetings between the Kings and the Abs. LA posted a 5-4 shootout win back in Denver on December the 29th. The Abs will be heading to LA for the final meeting of the season coming up on April the 8th. It's like the fourth or third uh game of the season the rest of the season third or fourth game left in the season something like that anyway colorado is currently in third place in the central division but they've been in and out of a wild card spot for most of the season colorado has been very streaky this year recently they followed up a six-game winning streak with a three-game losing streak Um, but they did pick up a victory in their last game embarrassing san jose on tuesday six to nothing abs have been without their captain gabriel landeskog for most of the season but they are still a very talented roster nathan mckinnon nico rantanen and the reigning Norris Trophy-winning defenseman, Kale McCarr. Colorado, like many teams in the West, we talked about it with Vegas, we've seen it even with the LA Kings, they've had to adjust during the season to what's going on in net with their goaltending. They said goodbye to Stanley Cup-winning goalie Darcy Kemper, who we saw the other night with the Capitals. And the plan was to go with Pavel Francouz in net this year, but then he got hurt, and that opened the door for former Ranger goaltender Alexander Georgiev, and he has been the number one netminder for the abs most of the season done a pretty good job and i expect to see him in net against the la kings as for the kings i have said that i believe the kings should have a rotation in net between phoenix copley and Jonas corposalo going the rest of the season that they should alternate starts to get corposalo more incorporated with the kings and to see who wins the job when it's all said and done heading into the playoffs well for what it's worth in practice earlier today before they left for denver It looked like Phoenix Copley was in the number one position 
So if that is an indication, and it usually is, we'll find out more, though, uh, coming up on Thursday. It looks like Phoenix Copley is going to go against the Abs. Of course, he started the Kings last game, which was a win over the Capitals on Monday. So we'll we'll, uh, have a reaction to that news if that is, in fact, the case. I have said, and I'll say it again, I would go with Jonas Corposalo in the game tonight, and I would alternate starts until one of the guys either wins the job or loses the job. And again, if they both play great and they push each other and we have a have to make a tough decision at the end of the year when it's all said and done, that's great. We'll be picking between two goaltenders that are playing very well. Hopefully that's the case. But we'll see if, if that's the case. But it looks like uh, Copley, Phoenix Copley, is going to start against the Avalanche, which is an interesting decision. The Kings did not lose any ground to the Golden Knights after last night's action. We'll give you the details in a moment. But I need to let you know that today's episode of Locked on LA Kings also brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. They are so delicious that you will not think you're eating something that's good for you. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, um, but they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond. Uh, and uh, again, they're, they're candy bars. They taste like candy bars anyway, but they're not candy bars. They're actually protein bars. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, but... 14, excuse me, 17, don't want to short them, 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box or order them online. You can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and you can get a box of them there. They're in the pharmacy section. In addition to the new flavors, they have got all the old favorites too, like cookies and cream, double chocolate and coconut puffs, built bars, protein bars, taste like candy bars. Let's check on the Pacific Division standings as of Wednesday, uh, March the 8th. Vegas still in first place in the Pacific. They've got 82 points, but they lost last night to the Florida Panthers 2-1, to and that means that the Kings remain tied with the Golden Knights, also with 82 points. Now, Vegas does have one game in hand, which keeps them in the top spot and the Kings in the second spot for now. Uh, Seattle, who beat the Ducks last night 5-2, to is in third place with 80 points. Edmonton in fourth place with 78 points, and they are currently the number one wildcard team in the Western Conference. None of the top five teams in the West will be in action tonight, L.A., Vegas, Seattle, Edmonton, even Calgary, all with the night off. So there'll be no significant change in the standings going into Thursday's action. And I was going to mention it. Uh, there is a slight chance, and I think it's a slight chance, that the LA Kings and Colorado Avalanche could meet in the first round of the playoffs. Now, it would likely mean that the Kings would have to win the division, which has happened only once in the entire history of the LA Kings, uh, and that uh, Colorado would have to be one of the two wildcard teams. Uh, so there is a chance they could meet in the playoffs, but I think it's probably unlikely that tomorrow's game uh, with the Kings taking on the abs is a, is a possible playoff preview. I think it's unlikely, but it is possible. Uh, we do have some Kings prospect notes to pass along. Uh, checking in on defenseman Brant Clark in the OHL. I uh, saw a tweet that talked about the leading scorers in that league during the second half of the season. Brent Clark, second in the OHL in points since January the 1st. He's got 45 points in 25 games. That's that's great for a forward. And, of course, he's a defenseman. Clark, of course, Kings first-round pick, eighth overall in 2021. And no surprise, Brent Clark, after getting a brief look at him this year in the NHL, goes down to the OHL and is doing exactly what the Kings hoped he would do, and that's pretty much dominating the competition. Also forward Francesco Pinelli, he plays in the OHL for the Kitchener Rangers. He's got 79 points this year. That is ninth in the OHL in scoring. Uh, he's a King's second round pick. He was actually the pick after Clark in the second round of that 2021 draft. He is uh, tops on his team in points and second in goal scoring. So Francesco Pinelli having a nice year 
for the Kitchener Rangers. Forward Kenny Connors, the Kings' fourth-round pick in the 2023 draft, was named hockey to the Hockey East All-Rookie Team that, as a freshman at the University of Massachusetts. Connor posted nine goals and 26 points in his first season with the Minutemen, so a nice freshman year for recent draft pick of the LA Kings, Kenny Connors. As for the prospects down in the AHL for LA, the Ontario Reign in action tonight, taking on the San Jose Barracudas, the eighth and final meeting between the AHL affiliate of the Kings and the Sharks. Uh, that game is in Ontario. We'll keep an eye on that to see what happens in that game. Anything of note, we'll certainly pass it along. want to remind you that coming up on tomorrow's show, it is a feedback show, feedback Thursday this week, because we'll be recapping the Kings-Avs game on Friday. So your chance to get your opinion in on anything going on with the LA Kings, Jonathan Quick, or or anything else. The, the, what do you think about the, the new additions to the LA Kings, Vladislav Gavrikov and Jonas Corposalo? Uh, or whatever is on your mind, your chance to give feedback. If you want to send an email, the email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddy at gmail.com. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you can always post your comments in the section below. Hey, thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen today. Make your second listen, game-to-game NHL. Every moment, every time performance, every result, Locked on Game-to-Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysts that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game-to-Game, on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching Locked On LA Kings. Have a great night, and as always, go Kings go.